0: The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast, the podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley.
1: Hello, this is Tim.
2: And this is V. And we welcome you to another episode of the Spartan Mind Strength Podcast.
1: And this is number three on the meat of Ayurveda.
2: Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
1: And we're back, but first, did you subscribe, did you share, did you tell all your friends, did you like? Did you leave a review? Yes, and did you go to U.S. Wellness and sign up for their free giveaway uh, for $150 worth of
2: meat? Exactly. Yeah, well, yes, but actually by the time they get this, this one? one, this one, it will have been over. Uh-oh,
1: so hopefully you already did it. So if you <laughs> haven't, shame. uh So, we're going to talk again about Ayurveda and meat. But first, I'd like to say that I had a uh, ribeye steak today. Well, we both had ribeye steaks. (laughs) And cooked in butter,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: along with some pasta from...
2: Capello's. Capello's. Yeah.
1: And that was... Cooked in
2: more butter. Yeah. And that
1: (laughs) sauce was a butter Romano Parmesan pepper sauce black pepper yep black pepper sauce so it really went very well together uh so i'm uh steak happy right now <laughs> so we're t-
2: so you had your uh, steak timber uh-huh uh, yeah <laughs> yeah
1: that's a uh, sean baker right now yes. is uh, doing steak timber yeah uh and uh, so yes we've had our steak timber for the day uh <laughs> for the
2: month <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: so steak is actually something that is Eaten in Ayurveda as it was taught before 500 AD. Exactly. And we keep saying before 500 AD because 500 AD is when a lot of things shifted yes. in the political world of Ayurveda. Yes. And that's why they no longer talk about eating meat. Yes. Uh, so we we do not teach Ayurveda that came off after that because that actually has led to a lot of sickness. Yes. And it leads to a lot of... Uh, uh, actually, there was an article that we are reading today from a lady in India, a doctor. Yes. Who uh, yeah. who's, was talking about how bad uh, their diabetes is.
2: Yes. Uh, she's an endocrinologist and uh, actually started uh, her own practice independent of the hospitals there. She was trained in U.S. and yes. then moved yep. back and she's, to India. She's
1: still vegetarian. Oh, yeah. But she shifted...
2: The, exactly
1: the carb to protein
2: ratio yep. exactly and uh, actually uh, her story is fascinating because uh, when she was at the hospital one of the patients that uh, had a pretty advanced uh, type 2 diabetes and uh, he she was she prescribed him the insulin right yes. and because he, and he because he was already taking enough pills uh, for all the things he had going on, he didn't want to go on insulin. And uh, he, he was just not willing to do it. And so her first thing, because she still wanted to get him to do something, uh, was uh, she asked him how many uh, chiapari a day he was eating. And that eating. is what? And that is bread. It is it is delicious. It is a delicious form of bread. Uh so she asked him to start reducing the amount to half of what he was eating. And he did that, and a couple of months later, uh, she, she couldn't even believe the results. She didn't think it was going to make a change, but she wanted to give him something to start him committing to something in hope that he would eventually take the insulin. And the long story, made longer, <laughs> is that a year later, he was off of all his medications just by reducing the number of carbohydrates and increasing the number of protein.
1: And he also added uh, fat. Uh, yes. So there was also yeah. fat oh, added yeah. in that. Yes. So, but he re- reduced his carbs. Yeah he added more protein and fat yep. and he added intermittent fasting. Yes. So and that is a lot of what ayurveda exactly. talks about. Exactly. The old ayurveda it talks about go, doing good fat, yes, doing good protein and not as much carbs. Yes. Carbs are are pretty new to the ayurveda world. Yes. Especially in today's ayurveda world. Exactly. Carbs are huge. I just seen a post about eating a uh, the mixture of uh, herbs and stuff in a sauce that you put on your meat because it had or on your uh, vegetables, chutney.
2: Chutney, yeah. Yeah,
1: which is it that just spikes your uh, insulin up exactly. dramatically?
2: Exactly. Yes. So actually, Ayurveda has has the, the, the base has the basic lifestyle, the regular lifestyle that can lead someone to thriving and that is don't eat all the time Mm -hmm. actually it's no more than two meals a day yes because you eat you you eat nutrient dense and diverse enough food that sustains you and you leave the 12 hour continuous window in a 24 hour period of no caloric intake,
1: but when you're eating that many carbs, you it's hard to do a, exactly. A, you have a to do fast. it
2: gradually. Yep.
1: So I know that uh, also there was uh, a study just done a little while ago that shows that Hong Kong is mm-hmm. one of the largest uh, meat eaters. Yes. In the world. Now I know there's also other indicators yes. and all this lifestyle, other stuff, lifestyle yeah. things. Uh, so they're one of the largest meat eaters in the world and their average rate Life, of lifespan is what
2: 83 to 84 years yep
1: and then uh india, india. which is a very carb-based lights lifestyle and they have a very low meat uh source yes and their average lifespan is
2: 64 i yeah. believe so yeah.
1: so here's something that's going into a lot of things that ayurveda was saying yes is that having a higher protein higher fat lower carb is yeah. actually a very good lifestyle for yes. most people.
2: For most people, exactly. It all depends. And I mean this this change in that the dram- to me what is dramatic is the the health improvement that a change like that makes reducing the amount of rice and bread pretty mm-hmm. much increasing the amount of protein, which they were even using dal, which, which is a very lentils, poor
1: source of protein. Exactly.
2: Lentils as a protein, yes, which are, you know, legumes. And they are not absorbed as uh, easily by our body, and they can have the anti-nutrients and everything. So, and then fat, and we are talking not even, uh, well, the only animal fat would be ghee. that they were using so imagine imagine what uh, adding good meat Mm -hmm. and other good animal products can do to someone's health yes it's huge
1: so we're starting to see a shift in the way things are going Mm -hmm. with animal products because i know that uh uh I'd mentioned his name earlier, Sean Baker. Baker, yeah. Uh, He has the podcast Meet RX. Meet RX, and it's one of the largest uh, podcast listened to in India. Yes, he was talking about it today. So you know, it's there is a shift in the world of Ayurveda Mm -hmm. in the way that people are looking at it to what we've been told it was. And what it actually is yeah
2: and the more the more uh, of this shift that uh, we are gonna see the better it's gonna be for the world all around because it's gonna bring more awareness to the quality the quality of food the quality of animal products and then that's good for the world all around and I know we talked about it a little bit in the last uh, podcast about the regenerative agriculture and the concept of the dynamic balance of the ecosystem. Because also just eating where a lot of the confusion is, the reductionistic way of looking at food, just eating vegetables and fruits because of the Uh (laughs) non-violence concept, that's... That's actually not working, and that's not. And it's um, not non-violence. And it's not non-violence, exactly. That's what I'm getting to. It's it's violence in many, many ways.
1: Yes. So I want to take a break and come right back to talk more about meat.
2: Stay tuned.
0: Do you like what you hear? The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and all other popular podcast destinations. Please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back again,
1: and we're talking about meat. So, in this world of uh, of eating meat, and this is where I also want to get, is that uh, uh, I see a lot of vegans and vegetarians posting things saying, this is what I eat in a day. And if you're eating Ayurvedically, the original Ayurvedically, mm-hmm. you don't eat as much food. No. So, your footprint is a lot smaller yes. than a footprint from someone else. Like, uh, we get our... Most of our meats we get locally, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then if we do get vegetables, they are pretty much local also. Our milk is local. Yep. Everything is very, very close, and then we don't eat as much food because it's very nutrient dense. It has a lot of good fat, and fat is called what in Ayurveda? What what's the what what do you need your fat for?
2: Oh, your kafa. Yeah. Oh yeah, it, it, it's your foundation. The your fat is your foundation. For your kapha dosha and, and that's are, grounding exactly it's grounding yes keeps,
1: that keeps you able to keep moving forward and functioning
2: absolutely you are the fat is what nourishes uh, you are gut membrane actually and Ayurvedically, that's you uh, you are ambu vaha shrodas which is like your water channel uh-huh. and uh, with yeah Without healthy fat, you can't have a healthy membrane.
1: and that's why if you look at a lot of people that don't eat a lot of fat, yes. they're they're very flighty.
2: exactly, yeah, so they don't have uh, the good unctuous uh, or oily quality mm-hmm. that's that's foundational that's you you can't have a healthy gut or a healthy brain without or a healthy heart brain for that matter without enough good fat.
1: Okay, now, so we know that good fat is good for the brain, the heart, and the stomach, the three yes, brains. Yes,
2: yes, so, enteric brain, yeah. heart brain, and cognitive and brain. And some of the
1: easiest ways to get that is through talon.
2: Tallow, lard, ghee, grass-fed, grass-finished butter. Whole milk? Uh, whole milk, yes. So, uh,
1: cheese. Mm. So there's a lot of good ways of getting good fat yes. that will make you grounded.
2: Exactly. And, and saturated fat is not your enemy. That's why we are talking about it. It's the quality of the saturated fat.
1: Yes. And one of the other things that I want to bring up is that uh, I know for me it's, it's, and I've said this many times, I don't know if I've said it on this, is, but uh, you can eat meat pretty much, go kill a deer and eat the whole thing And not worry about the meat being bad. Yes. Where vegetables, you really need to know what the vegetables are. You can't just go out in your yard and pick some plants and eat them.
2: Exactly. You can
1: die, or get re- definitely get really sick, or die from eating certain plants. And then, if we go even further, the mineral kingdom.
2: Exactly, the mineral kingdom. Well, in the plant kingdom, also berries, right? Yeah, And <laughs> yeah. they may look identical. <laughs> and one type is gonna kill you, and the other tastes awesome. Yep, and same with mushrooms. Exactly, mushrooms are huge. And then also, yeah, the mineral kingdom is even more subtle. So you have the animal kingdom, you have the plant kingdom, and the mineral kingdom. And there are even divisions in there. And Charaka goes through all that uh, in the plant kingdom, uh, goes into extreme detail. And the animal kingdom and the mineral kingdom as well. But it's fascinating in the plant kingdom that as you get in more subtle and subtle and subtle, then they are more and more potent. And they can be extremely therapeutic in serious diseases and at the same time they can kill somebody. And it all has to do with the administration, which means the preparation, the portion, and all that.
1: And in today's world, we've sort of bastardized the ability of how those herbs or plants are being sent to people, how they're intaking them. So, I know that, uh, like, uh, uh, so for, like, in Cherica's book, he talks about taking uh, animal ears, like uh, cow ears, yes. pig's feet.
2: Yes. Uh,
1: Hoofs. Hoof, uh, <laughs> cartilage, certain things. And he would grind Boals. them. Yep. He'd grind them and use them for paste. Exactly. Uh, either to eat because of internal issues. Yeah. Or to put on wounds and stuff. Yes. But he also talks, he doesn't he talks a lot about the animal products yes. using it, using yeah. the whole animal yeah. he does talk about the plant products but he is very specific he says what uh, something like uh, if you don't know the plant yeah
2: you can't just know you can't just know the name and the form of the plant you have to be conversant with its therapeutic properties that's the way it's translated in the Uh, P. V. Sharma uh, English translation, which is amazing. Conversant, and when they say conversant, they mean you have to be an expert with it.
1: Yes, because I know, and today again, back to being bastardized stuff, uh the we did a uh, youtube on it a while ago La- lavender
2: lavender. Uh,
1: lavender is something that I, every yoga class i take now they want to sprinkle lavender zest on you or something uh so <laughs> yeah so it's but lavender is actually very unhealthy for men yes they men should not even be around it they should run the other direction if uh, it exactly. comes close to them there's a lot of negative effects of lavender and they're putting this on boys and on men and anyone that walks through the door and
2: it has a lot of uh, uh, contraindications uh, because it doesn't play well with certain medications too so it's not to be taken lightly and like even, they are taking exactly it. and even even just the lavender in uh, soaps like shower soaps and still that's not uh, yeah, if, if you have the option, stay away from lavender in your soaps. In
1: everything, In everything, yeah.
2: actually, in everything. So
1: we have that type of an issue going, but I also want to... There's an, an herb that's also in ashwagandha. the yoga world. Every yoga teacher has told me lately, ashwagandha, ashwagandha. Everybody's saying take ashwagandha. Tell me about ashwagandha.
2: Well, ashwagandha is actually a nightshade, which means that... Uh, it has it has a certain uh ingredients in there that are very very powerful uh they they are actually used for medications because of how powerful they are but if it's if you are taking more than your body can handle and depending on your sensitivity it can have inflammatory effects in your body and uh the reason they the reason uh, the world has become more aware of ashwagandha now is well it's used a lot more unfortunately yeah. Yeah.
1: it's even on TV you can buy it it's yes. all for believe yeah. it's it's all for brain focused, power Focus as a no yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, the, and
1: that's there and I it, they're doing no-tropics to help the brain because mm-hmm. people are not are getting brain fog because they're eating too many vegetables
2: and they are not eating enough fat
1: yes.
2: Uh, So back to the nightshades, uh, the world is becoming more aware of nightshades because of the issue with gluten. So a lot of people who were diagnosed with celiac disease moved away from gluten, but because they didn't change their nutrition as they should have been, take a look at all of your nutrition. They went, they replaced the gluten products with gluten free products. And the gluten free products are full of potato starch because you have to have something, right? Yes. Say you are talking about bread or bagels or whatever. You need the glue to keep the stuff together. So they are using potato starch instead potato all potatoes except sweet potatoes are a nightshade so what happened is people who had celiac disease moved away from gluten for three to six months their symptoms went away and then all of a sudden those symptoms came back internal inflammation
1: yes so so the nightshades create inflammation yes and so if goji you are, yep, goji are berries, a nightshade. Yep. So a lot of people that don't even know they're nightshade sensitive are eating too much nightshades. Yes. And even if you aren't nightshade sensitive, they it's, still affect you to some exactly.
2: degree. Exactly. And the way to put it Ayurvedically, I love Ayurveda. Gives me the answer for everything. The way to put it Ayurvedically, think of nightshades as having the pungent. Quality in excess the pungent taste the pungent taste aggravates the vata bioenergy the vata dosha pungent taste aggravates vata period
1: and that's first to go
2: up and that's your first dosha that's your first bioenergy to go out of balance because it's all about movement and what is vada vada is an excess of most likely the dry quality and the light quality and that means your gut membrane is gonna start becoming more a a lot easier to penetrate and all that stuff so you are creating a haven for inflammation The pungent quality aggravates vada, and we are taking the pungent quality inside us way more than we should be taking it.
1: So I'm glad I had the uh, ribeye today with a lot of butter, because it takes care of the vada.
2: Exactly, and the black pepper, back to all peppers, all peppers are nightshades, except the black pepper. And if you want the pungent quality in your digestion because the Ayurveda person will tell me you need it for your juices and to ignite your digestive fire, blah, blah, blah. Charaka says, use ginger. Ginger with honey and lime or lemon and a little bit of Himalayan salt. And that is your ginger appetizer. And you have that ideally Room temperature, up a, a little bit, say ten to twenty minutes before food. If you forget it, have it with your food. Mm-hmm. It's okay.
1: We've even had it after afterwards.
2: Yep. Right? Exactly.
1: But it still it gives you all of those benefits
2: exactly
1: without drying you exactly
2: out. the pungent quality in today's world with all of our lifestyle is not our friend not in that form not in that amount and not in that form
1: excellent so unless you have anything else to say let's say night night and
2: yes i have one more thing to say Go ahead. that if anyone is looking for a great ayurvedic book quit looking for the commodity ayurveda books and go back to the source to charaka with the proper translation though yes. because and we can
1: put a link to the exactly book. it is like 120 130 well box. the four volumes oh, four but volumes, you can okay. start with yep.
2: the first one because again the translation and the interpretation matters
1: very
2: good until next time much much love from both of us namaste kala may we all be well adapt and thrive